normally I'm the one that oozes excitement. Oozes. Yeah. Like an open wound. <laughs> what an intro. Not nothing like putting on your AirPods, going for a nice little workout. Just want to listen to some magical Disney and you hear about oozing and open wounds. Uh honestly with this uh topic today, there could be more of that. You're right. Because if anything oozes, it's probably these villains. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities, you've got a friend to me because I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say, I want to be like you, bibbidi bobbidi boo. Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello, and welcome to episode 74 of Married with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And sadly, we are not back to back to back to back. We took one week off uh, of our podcast. One week for your brother's wedding. Yes, my brother, <laughs> the Nathan Agnew, the Star Wars, Marvel, Hong Kong, Disney expert, got married. Currently, as we are recording, he and his new wife are at Disney World. Yes. Uh, so we could have a trip report from them later on. Yeah. So if you listen to our last episode, we had the legendary Trents come on this podcast to talk about, uh, well, from Wendy's just being a, a Disney vacation planner, but two, they've been to Disney World twice during this whole um, pandemic. Uh, great interview, and this might be something that we, uh, you know, keep doing every now and then. Because, uh, yeah, I can think of like two people now that have been our friends uh, recently that have just gotten back from Disney World. So yes, uh, we love to hear the trip reports, the input, the real life on the ground reporting. Exactly. Um, but yes, I live for your brother and his wife's um, Instagram TJ. update. TJ that is update. her name. We can say her name. Yes, TJ. I, yes. I live for their updates. Any pictures, anything, just want a little bit of the magic. Yeah, because we went to Disney World actually for our honeymoon. By far the most lavish Disney trip I have ever been on. We oh, had yeah. we had the uh, we had the dining plan. The only yep. time I've ever used that. Same here. We ate lavish meals for for every time. Nathan and TJ are also doing that. They're not doing the, the dining plan. They're just it's pretending like right they now. do. Yeah. And they keep telling us where they are eating, and I'm like, holy guacamole. Uh, but hey, if it's your honeymoon, just put it on that credit card, pay it off later. They're having right? ooey gooey toffee cake and uh, seared tuna, and I'm just making grilled cheese for dinner. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so we might be having them on, but this is episode 74, and Halloween is coming up. And believe it or not, we have never, ever done an episode talking about the disney villains this is mind-blowing so i know we've done henchmen in the past um i'm trying to think if there's any other like halloween related no. episodes we've done i think that's the only i one. think we have teased this episode for three years i Probably. i think for the last like three halloweens i have talked about doing a villains episode it's been a long time coming. and then life happens or like a big disney earthquake happens and we do a different episode yes um uh, but seemingly there is no earthquakes happening because Disney is not doing a lot right now, but that's a whole separate topic. Well, if you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you here. We're a couple from Dallas, Texas, who loves all things Disney, pop culture, and what else do we love? Babies. Babies in Halloween. True. <laughs> Theo really likes Halloween. He likes but, our jack o By babies, we have one son, Theo. Uh, he is, will be two. Almost two. 
at, at the beginning of December, and Sarah is pregnant with baby number two. His name will be Clark, mm-hmm. uh, and he's coming on Christmas Eve. Zara had a uh, a baby doctor appointment this morning. The doctor told Zara that the baby was bigger than Theo was at at this stage. So well, who knows what that means? Bigger than like average. I don't know. She didn't seem concerned, so I'm not concerned. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's us. Uh, we're excited to talk about villains today. Um, but before we get to that, we have to do a fan shout out. Fan shout out. out, 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 out. So before recording, just a little behind the scenes work here. I'm normally the person that like goes on the Instagram to find the fan shout out. I did not do that for this episode, but Zara said, don't worry, Michael, I have this covered. And just like all things in, in our marriage, whenever I don't meet the bar, Zara is right there to throw us over. Uh, sure. Um, yes. So yeah, we don't get a lot of fan interaction because we're not the most uh consistent on the interwebs but we did post um our most recent picture was uh us with my mom visiting the arboretum and we were in like this cinderella coach oh yes great times we told theo that it literally was cinderella's coach and he wanted to sit in it two times and it was so cute but somebody did comment on that one who we don't know and i don't think we've chosen as a fan shout out before Ace Dot Mountain said, this is so cute with a heart, which I know, wasn't it cute? It was so cute. So looking at her page, apparently it's three sisters. Oh. Alice, Grace, and Rachie. Whoa. Rachie? Is this the female version of the Agnew Brothers? Kind of. They're sisters. They're Disney lovers, obviously. They're from Newcastle, UK, United Kingdom. Whoa. So the sisters across the pond. I love this. I know. Um, so they like to go to Walt Disney World and they like to go to Disneyland Paris. And they actually have like a lot of highlights like about Disney World just in their bio. And their recent picture from one day ago is of the like Halloween parade. Um, and they actually are getting a lot of likes. They got like 86 likes, which is more than the likes that we get. I'm, I'm just impressed about their posting they've been posting a lot of stuff about how disney halloween and yada yada so clearly they are they're true fans but sisters i mean that makes me think of like there's three of them i was thinking like cinderella sisters but that doesn't really work slash they're not evil but maybe like the three fairies i was thinking that uh do you know the three fairies name boom go flora fauna and merryweather okay good job that's easy question. Theo uh, loves those fairies. Um, hey, I'm um, just checking. Okay, let's just keep spitballing the three sisters because they are three sisters. Okay, there's also um, the Sanderson sisters for Halloween, Ooh. which this is a Halloween episode, and yes. they clearly like Disney Halloween because they've been posting all the pictures about it. So, do we just say UK Sanderson sisters? We say like the UK Sanderson sisters is good. Oh, that's okay. All right. Okay. 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 Good. Wow, that wasn't too hard. Good job. Okay, yeah. go us. All right, Alice, Grace, and Rachie, welcome to the Married with Mousers family, a.k.a. the UK Sanderson sisters. Welcome to the fam. Welcome to the fam, and uh, thank you for, well, one, just uh, liking our comment, but two, sharing the Disney magic 
from across the pond. Maybe they know Daniel. Maybe they know our friend ac- across the pond, comma, Daniel. I hope they're friends. Maybe we need to uh, get them connected. Who knows? Uh, well, for this episode, we are just going to get right on into it. Uh, so we are talking about all villains in the Disney universe. We had gone back. That's a lot. We had gone back and forth. Okay, maybe not every single one. Like there are definitely some that we uh, just don't have time for. The major ones. I mean, the ones you think, like ones we want to talk about. Ones you want to hear about. I don't know. Yeah, so we had like thought about like ranking, like just picking our top 10. But there are so many different Disney villains. But then there is like the question of, do we pick the most evil villain? Do we pick someone that we enjoy? If you have been listening to this podcast for even a, a little bit, you probably know that Zara is Hades' number one fan. Uh-oh, uh-oh, um, uh-oh. Uh, so is Hades the number one di- di- Disney villain? May- been called out. Maybe for Zara. Um, so we are going to, so whenever we were discussing this, we actually did like some like, some, some, like pre-episode prep. Uh, Zara came up with a good idea about our, our rating scale number. Do you want to uh, go into that? Sure. Uh, I did zero research. You did all the research, but then I just came up with this right now idea. Hey, that... Well, this is what we do. Yes. So we are going to, Michael has them divided into these categories, which we will obviously talk about, but we are going to rank each one on a poison apple scale. So one poison apple, not so evil, or, you know, just not an all around the best villain. Five poison apples, like a very well-rounded villain, very evil. Yes. Um, all of the like uh, categories um, fit into this villain. So we'll be ranking them um, out of apples. And then at the end, we're also going to choose like our top three favorites that if we had to pick a personal villain team, they would be on our team. Yes. Perfect. So going into the poison apple scale, is yes, there are a couple things that will be making up the scale. It's all very subjective. Uh, like obviously like the points don't matter here but for just the premise of this podcast we will pretend like it does and uh that is popularity Mm -hmm. so like if we said this disney villain's name would most people know who they are i think that that matters i think so Uh, but to the success of their villainy were they a successful villain were they only like a flash in the pan where they uh, were they a, a failure their intelligence like does like their thought processing like make sense? Did they have a master plan? Then, then the level of evil, their pure evilness, and I am, and I am going to put uh, bonus points to if they have a good villain song. Because are you a good villain if you cannot sing about it? The songs really do matter. They truly, truly, truly do. So I didn't count how many villains or how many categories we have. I won't lie. I am very proud of, um, of of these categories um i really just like wrote down a bunch of villains and i was like wait we could categorize these and uh so i think that the first category for the uh evil villains has to be the evil parents Mm -hmm. all right Mm -hmm. like these people like you could actually see these people in real life like they are villains because they uh are uh really adult parent roles like for i guess the hero just let's hope this doesn't just for anybody we don't become this with two kids hopefully not no uh (laughs) no i i uh refuse to but you obviously yeah like you you know you hear stories about bad parents about or about people that 
or about people that overcame bad parenting. Oh yes, and uh, and and I think that maybe some bad parents, lots of creepy documentaries, have taken too many notes from these people. Yes, probably. All right, so there are three people that um take up this category. First one, the Evil Queen from Snow White. Yes, does she ever like a real name? I don't think so. I think she's just the Evil Queen, and I think is she um Snow White's stepmother. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, she's pretty bad. So popularity wise, very, very recognizable. Literally made the poison apple. Like our poison apple our scale, scale yes. is built upon her villainy. Yes. Um, pretty evil. Like she wants to kill uh, Snow White. Yes. She sends somebody out to do it for her. But I mean, that's murder is pretty. Yes. I mean, well, like murder for hire. Yeah. 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 It's so bad. like. Yeah, but also we That's watch some Tiger's King stuff right there. Also, we watch Tiger King, and we think that Joe Exotic isn't a bad guy, or do we? Nah, he's not that bad. Okay, so but I think yes. Yeah, so like the the next step though, I think it. I think if it was just that, if it was just like the Huntsman failed, and then Snow White just had seven husbands, and like everything was all good, wouldn't be like a bad deal. She goes the next step further. She does creepy disguise and a poison apple. Exactly. So like she has this magic mirror. The magic mirror says that she is no longer the prettiest person. And instead of like, so the evil queen does have superpowers. Like she has at least, or at least magical powers. Yes. Um, but instead of just making herself more beautiful. I know. I feel like that would have been a much easier step. It was the, I just can't live with the idea that someone could come close to my beauty. So I'm going to kill this person it's some messed up reasoning yes. and some messed up logic that yes. gets her there she makes herself more ugly yes to kill snow white dude that is mind-blowing it's pretty when you wild think about that yes okay so she's obviously not successful in the fact that um you know it was a happy ending. Snow White yes. got the kiss. Plot, plot twist. No one is really successful in I know. any of these Disney villains. But the fact that she falls asleep for quite a while. Yes. Um, yes. She she ate the apple. Like her trickery did work. Great and she point. fell asleep. I think she was pretty successful. Yes. So high on that scale. Um, and I would just say culturally, um, this movie was made when? Like the 50s, 60s? Something like that. No, I think even earlier than that. Okay. This was so their like, first movie. Like, so like 30s or 40s. Okay. I think the 30s. So... She so the idea of don't take stuff from strangers, don't take like yes. apples from strangers. Um, did that stem from her? Like, like did the evil queen? Yes, just impact culture She's very that strongly. Seeped in American culture because yeah. of this movie has been around since the beginning. It was literally the first Disney cartoon yes. that they did, full length feature. Correct. So, how many evil? Poison apples are you Honestly, going to give her? Because of all the reasons we have listed above, I'm gonna have to give her five poison apples. Oh, good! Wow, I starting off strong. I was gonna say four, but I'll go four and a half right now. Okay, okay. All right, deal. Um, so next one in this category of um evil parents is Lady Tremaine, uh, uh, Cinderella's evil stepmom. She's pretty bad too. All right. So while she in no way, where are the evil stepfathers? Uh, they're all dead. I guess so. <laughs> that, yeah, you're right. Now that you say that, they're all dead. Um, so one, Lady Tremaine did not poison Cinderella, doesn't really have any magic powers other than the master power of mental and emotional and maybe physical abuse. Manipulation. Manipulation. Abuse. Very strong. Just she's like, Cinderella, honestly, for how much she's been through – 
her not being like mentally scarred and depressed yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, or is she? I, she seems happy. She's singing songs with the birds. I don't know. That's true. That's true. I don't know. But just the amount of, yes, like abuse and hatred to love like your own two daughters and treat them like princesses in comparison to your stepdaughter. You, you literally treat like a slave and a servant and make them clean and cook and do everything for it's just it's mind-blowing it's horrible uh i would say that the idea that everything that she does is to be a social climber to like better her family yes um so one thing about all all of these villains is for the most part except for one maybe two which will come later uh, we only know one side like of the story true we like, have to we have to in- look and see what we think their um, yes. reasoning is what their motivations their powers yes. yes now there was a live action sin like Cinderella which still painted lady Tremaine the in, same way like, like yeah. in this awful way yeah um there's also like the there's also like the like Hans Anderson uh, story of mm-hmm. Cinderella, mm-hmm. Uh, which is different than the movies. Yes. So I don't know if we want to take that in, like into canon. I don't think her role varies a lot that I know of. Okay. I'm not very. The only thing in that it. story that I, I know is different is that like the is that like the crows gouge out their the eyes, people's eyes, right? And they cut off their toes. To yes. Put, yeah. Put them in the shoes. Yeah. Um, she has like a sidekick, I guess you could say, Lucifer. I mean, her cat, cat literally is literally the devil is name. Yeah. yeah, Satan cat. Um, she doesn't really have a song per se. No. Um, but honestly, minus the part where her daughter's like a slave, like I could see this, um, trope existing like in today's society. Yeah. Like just treating, if you have like a favorite, hopefully you don't have a favorite, um, like son or daughter, but hopefully you don't. But the manipulation and the mental, like, like parents do do this kind of stuff. Oh, oh, geez, yeah. Um, so it is very real. Um, is she successful? Obviously not in the end, but she almost was because she like locks her in the tower and almost doesn't let her try on the slipper. Um, she. I don't know. I would say she's pretty successful. I mean, she kept Cinderella under her thumb for like years and years and years. She did. Um, I I would just say that uh, I am going to give her um, three poison apples, though. Yeah. Um, I think that she is. I I think that yeah, she's she doesn't just have like any magical run powers. Of the mill, right. Evil. Um. I I agree with three. I think three yeah, is good. Yeah. We'll stick with that. All right, then someone who's very sim- very similar. Question is, I almost did this episode where like where like I picked two uh, villains where like we had to like battle out like who was more evil, uh, but that didn't happen. Uh, but Mother Gothel, very similar to Lady Tremaine, she possibly is. more evil. All right, because kind sim- of a mix of her and the Evil Queen with her obsession with beauty. Ooh. Ooh, yes. So, like, Lady Tremaine never pretends to be Cinderella's friend or, or like, or, like, a good mother. And so Cinderella is able to, like, mentally, like, she, like, knows that she is the enemy and, 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 like, that aspect of things. But Mother Gothel tricks Rapunzel for all of her life. Yes, she has the whole song, Mother Knows Best. That's her song, like... 
she's tr- like, oh, I'm trying to keep you safe. I'm trying to keep you, you know, from the outside world. It's dangerous. It's scary. Yes. What does Rapunzel know? She's she knows nothing. Nothing because she's of the outside world in a tower. In, okay. In like this. 800 by 800 square foot space. I think she's worse than Lady Tremaine. I think so too, because Lady Tremaine, I could see a world where Lady Tremaine has two other daughters Mm -hmm. and she knows that like in this society, uh, her daughters need to, to be married off for, for them to be successful. So she's just looking out for like her daughters. Whereas mother Gothel is just looking out for herself. Like she just wants her own beauty and it's, and it's all very selfish uh, not kind whatsoever. She does have that song, and uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yes, the Stockholm syndrome thing, where you're you're in love with your cap, not in love, but you know, your captor. That's all you know. Um, so I'm gonna give her four poison apples. I would do the exact same. Not quite five. I don't think she's on like on like on like the Mount Rushmore. She hasn't killed anyone that we know of. Oh, or has she? I don't know. No, she tried killing. Didn't she like try killing? I don't know. There's some some thuggery and some trickery happening. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Any. Well, yeah. I think that her intelligence wise. Um. I think if she had like let Rapunzel roam around a little bit. Uh. Then it. I think she was too restrictive, and in the end, that was like her downfall. Like, sure. Like if she had let Rapunzel experience life could she have continued this for a little bit more maybe maybe but who knows all right so so that is all for our first category uh this is going to be a very long podcast i just but want ev- it's overdue. Ev- everybody to to uh, strap in it is very overdue this might be a two-parter it's no we'll it's see. what we need we'll, we gotta we, get done what we need to get done we will record it all in one sitting and we and we will see what happens so next up the siblings the villain siblings, uh, where um, they are evil because they are a sibling of someone who is a, a hero or good or a yeah. hero. Um, and in some aspects, like for all of you, like younger siblings, the older sibling, myself, um, we can, you know, like the story of like Jacob and um, Esau. And like going back to the Old Testament Bible <laughs> knowledge right say, now. Sorry. Jacob and Nathan. No, just sorry. Talk about. No, how they want to overthrow no, you. No, there, there is no uh, family power struggles in the Agnew household. Um, that we know of. So, uh, so first one is uh, Scar, who I would say this uh, is the one I immediately pop think culture of. wise, everything wise. When you I say think it's sibling, very safe to say he is on the Mount Rushmore of of Disney villains. Oh, for sure, he's featured probably in the parade and the villain fireworks. Like he's classic. Yes. Disney villain. Yeah. So Scar, um, his older sibling, better looking sibling, obviously, as Scar, Scar's name is, is like connected to a deformity on his face. It's pretty bad. And for his entire life, like his brother calls him that. Everyone calls him Scar. That's pretty messed up. Like, what's his real name? Like, Mufasa's no, we, a great. We don't name Mufasa's we don't a know. great name. Mufasa's yes. so strong. Like, what if it's something equally. As good, like yeah, we don't know. He's just yes. stuck with this. Does he like it? Is it part of his persona as an evil person? Does he want to be evil? He does because he wants to be king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, there is. Well, yeah. So some news came out that there's going to be a a live action Lion King two. No one asked for that. No one asked for it. It's made by the guy who made Moonlight. 
and makes like other artsy movies and lots of so I listen to these other like pop culture podcasts and people are very very confused why this guy who makes like I didn't see that more movie. More, more like artistic uh not like mainstream just big production type movies would do something like this just trying to do something different but i heard that it's so it's like a sequel movie but it's going to tie more into mufasa's uh i guess like beginning like how like mufasa like came to be we all have a backstory yes a villain backstory a hero backstory we want more backstories so scar is on my list of of people this in no way like we will get to his motivation his large act of murder all right, but uh, did he live for 30 years, 25 years, however old he is, uh, under the thumb of Mufasa, and that mental abuse finally just made him crack? What, made- what mental abuse? How is Mufasa abusing him? He called his name is Scar. Uh, he didn't give him that nickname that we know of. We don't know that though. He he could have. Okay, it's not like Lady Tremaine like abusing him. I'll- in, in what we know, in what we've seen in The Lion King, Mufasa is nice to Scar. He sends him an invitation to come to, like, the birth announcement party, whereas Maleficent didn't get an okay, invitation. Okay, okay, okay. He gets an invitation. He Mufasa comes to visit him to, like, check on him. He is included. Um, Mufasa knows By he- check on him, is it, like, an older brother- like always like watching your every move though maybe i he never knows thought he's going evil. into this like two minutes ago that i would be defending scar but mm. here but here we are you can't defend him. all right so scar um literally his act of murdering his brother and then causing his nephew manipulating his nephew to think it was his, his fault. nephew for all of his adolescent years thinks that he was the one that killed his this father. This is so messed up. The scene is the worst scene yes. ever. It makes yes. everyone cry. Yes. Um, daddy issues. Like, this is horrible. I don't think it can get any worse than murdering your own brother. I honestly do not think it can. And he has an army of hyenas. He has a whole song about his evilness. Be prepared. One day, we... we We'll do a, and honestly, a villain song podcast. He is successful for a very long time. A yes. very long time. Yes. Until Simba grows up. Is he successful in ruling, getting what he wanted in ruling the kingdom? His ruling may not be successful, a.k.a. everyone's starving and the whole land is dying. Correct. But he got what he wanted for a very long time. So honestly, for those reasons, I have to give him five poison apples as well. Oh, there, there is no doubt. Like, if we could give him six poison, poison <laughs> apples, we would. But we are restrained or restricted by our own limits right now. Um, I do have to say, though, so Scar, as someone who was a doer and then got put into a manager position... I think that Scar just is not a good leader of people or sure. or like a good manager of resources. Well, uh, sure. He, he treats his, side... his hyenas like crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did the Pride Lands, how did Pride Rock go so desolate so so quickly? I don't know. His management but strategies, yes. One of the main things, this will not, he will still be a five poi, a five poison apple. But But the reason that he is not the ultimate villain is Scar had the upper hand the entire time. He literally has Simba in the same position he had Mufasa, but he had to tell Simba that he that Scar was the one that yeah, murdered Mufasa. He couldn't keep that secret. If he had kept that secret, Simba just would have died. He just would have accepted his fate. Mm-hmm. But then he told him, Simba gets enraged, and mm-hmm. then everything falls apart. So mm-hmm. his intelligence, very small in that moment. In that moment, yes. But leading up to it, 
She did a lot of things right. Yeah. Also, there are times at like as like adults, you like think about Disney movies, and then you are like, how did that person like? How did like the resolution happen? Kind of like Ursula. Yes. Where where like you're like, how did Ursula get defeated? Oh yeah, Eric drove a ship into her. Mm -hmm. Like how did Simba beat Scar? And you watch it, and you're like, Scar, you had the the upper hand the whole time, dog. Mm -hmm. Like 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 what are you doing? True. Um. All right. So the second person in this category is Hades, your favorite villain. See, I wouldn't Im- immediately think of him. I kind of forget that he's Zeus's brother, but all that Greek mythology but he stuff, is. I guess he is. Um, and everything that I said for Scar, I honestly stand by for Hades. He has an older brother that's good looking, that's yes. stronger than him, yes. that everyone gravitates to, yes. and, and, and Zeus is the one that gave Hades the role of the underworld and he like put this it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy it's kind of similar yes but instead of trying to kill zeus he obviously tries it just goes for the baby immediately yeah yeah yeah. helpless baby i mean not helpless but kind of helpless that's horrible um but he has his henchmen who are obviously dumb and stupid and i love them pain and panic they're wonderful he has them carry out his plan which is where obviously he went wrong anything you want done you gotta do it yourself that's kind of a, a theme we're sensing here just do it yourself Saves you a lot of time and a headache. Um, so he wasn't totally um, successful in that nature because obviously that turns out to bite him in the butt big time because Hercules comes back. Um, there's a lot of twists and turns in his evil scheme having to do with Meg and the love interest and everything. Um, he doesn't really have – he doesn't have a song that I – There is no song. There is no song and I wish there was because yeah. I feel like it would be bomb. Um, it would be if a, there was a Hades song, it would be a really good song. Truly, would be revolutionary for his character. I know. Whenever it's like, I want to give him five poison apples. I still might, but the more that, that I think about it, your point of like he is, he's like he just lets other people do his bidding. He True. let Meg do like yes. mess with Hercules. He he let Pain and Panic. Mm-hmm. He just sits up on his like evil game, like yes. Game of Thrones yeah. throne. Yeah, and. If he was more hands-on, like Scar, yes. like Scar literally did the he evil did him, deed. He did it himself. And Hades wasn't willing he to do that. He couldn't trust those stupid hyenas. If he had poisoned Hercules himself, would have changed everything. Everything. Um, so, I mean, the main thing, obviously, he has going for him is his humor. Uh, that is the number one reason why I love him. He's hilarious. Um, and just, again, I'll, I'll say it every time. He's sassy. So uh, sassy. Sassy villain. Um, so I agree. I don't think he's quite up there with the other five stars that we've given so far. So I'm just going to go 4.5, even though okay. he is my number one favorite. Yeah. Personally. This is a shocker to me. I know. The the woman who put Zero to Hero as her number one Disney song is not giving Hades five poison apples, but that is fair. I will also say 4.5. Okay. He's pretty close. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. So we used to have three people on this category, and then I did some research, and I realized my theory on the third person wasn't canon. We we will get to uh, that later. But I heard a rumor on Twitter one time, and it was wrong. So as most rumors we on Twitter will are, get to that person later. But this next category is another only on, only two people, but it is the evil lovers category. What a great category! All right, it is the villains, and they are villains because the person that they love that they are pursuing uh 
has well, done them well, wrong. Like, or... That is how they. That's like, how they're connected. That is how they enter the equation. That is how they enter the movie, like or the story. Got that it. is their role. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. 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 Um, and so the first one is Gaston. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He has his own song, uh, and really his whole great song. motivation is he wants to marry Belle, and Belle says, "Psych, I don't want to." And so then Gaston sends Belle's father to a psych ward. Oh, it's bad. Tries to stab her new boyfriend. It's bad. And uh, tries to diminish uh, female intelligence in general. Oh, yes. Super and, sexist. Yes. Very sexist. And uh, so that is Gaston. Any uh, deeper thoughts on him? I mean, he's not really a deep guy. He just cares about his looks. He cares about Belle's looks. Like, she's apparently the prettiest girl in town. And so that's, like, the only reason... He wants to marry her. He doesn't want to marry. It is confusing because she's so smart and headstrong that he keeps like going after her and doesn't settle for like one of the other blonde bimbos in town. Um, why he doesn't do that and just marry all three of those triplets, I'm not sure. Great question. But he just keeps going after Belle uh, relentlessly. Um, but yes, the whole locking uh, the dad in the psych war, that's pretty bad. It, it, see, like that is like, bad. so if there was a Gaston movie, because there is like a world where Gaston is like, oh, this woman that I love is trapped by this beast who trapped her for so long that she got Stockholm syndrome and now isn't thinking clearly. So I'm going to go rescue her. Mm-hmm. That's a world I could see. But the uh, putting the dad in the psych ward, uh, that is irredeemable. It's just um, uncalled for. Yes. Um, yeah, one of the most famous villains. I mean, an easy guy to hate. Uh, he's just kind of full of himself. But he doesn't have any magic powers. I mean, LeFou is his sidekick. I like LeFou pretty good. Um, but I'll, I'll give him four poison apples. Yeah. He's pretty good. I, I was thinking, since he's like, since he, obviously the villainy, I think a big part, this wasn't even in our grading scale, but hey, we are just making this up. I think a big part is the... If the act has to be way over the top or you need magic powers involved somehow. Mm-hmm. And Gaston is is like a normal human like Lady Tremaine. Yes. But his act of evil desires, I think, trumps Lady Tremaine's. I think so, so too. he is a four-star type of villain. I agree. All right. Um, the next one, uh, and the more that I think about this, I don't know where he falls, is Hans from Frozen. It is confusing. Because literally one of the half biggest the, half the movie. plot twists yes. of any Disney yes. movie, yes. it is up there with Merida's mom turning into a bear for me, yeah. where I just did not see it coming. Yeah. Like, I audibly gasped my first time I think seeing a lot this of people movie did. in the theater. And that was, uh, yeah, whenever Hans ended up being the bad guy. Yes. It honestly is through a lot of the movie. So, yeah, he's... Very two-faced. He has his own agenda the whole time, and he is doing everything to further his agenda, which is to come into this kingdom during a time of turmoil, which he didn't know it would be turmoil when he first started his pursuit of Anna. Well, no. So he says that like whenever he leaves Anna to basically freeze to death, yeah. Um, he says like. I thought that this was going to like take years and then like the perfect situation just happened okay. and I had to like So he was maybe over. plotting murder like from yeah. the beginning but yeah it just like the cards fell as they may and he took full advantage of this of the of the situation that was going on in Arendelle. So yes, he was like left in charge while they were away. Um 
you think he's doing good, like taking care of the kingdom and everybody. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, Anna comes back and he's like, uh, no kiss for you. Psych, I'm going to leave you here to die. Yes. That's pretty bad. So bad. Now, whereas Gaston, his whole motivation is that he loves Belle. And if he doesn't get Belle, then nobody gets Belle. Or at least the Beast can't. But Hans's motivation isn't that he loves Anna. It's that he's power hungry and wants to rule the kingdom. Right. And wants something for it himself. Like, Anna is just like a pawn in his game. Again, little brother syndrome. He Ooh. is the like the 12th son or whatever yeah. in line for his own kingdom. So he knew he wasn't going to get any power. And he wanted a piece of the pie for himself. But is he successful? No. No. Again, he leaves her before she's fully dead. What a fool. Like, he didn't come back to check on her. He didn't, like, do it himself. He It wasn't like a Mufasa situation. So Olaf comes along, saves the day. Um, I think he things could have played out differently, and he could have been successful. Yes. I think that his intelligence yeah and his plan very 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 small it's small all right so for that i'm only giving him three poison apples oh yeah i was gonna say almost two but i'll go with three okay well yeah oh okay so who is more evil lady tremaine or hans hmm. playing this little game lady tremaine for her years of misabuse. yes yes uh where Hans couldn't even like keep anna and elsa in check for like two weeks or yeah, however long yeah, yeah, this yeah. movie's supposed to last all right deal so those are the two. I would have thought that there would have been more evil lovers, but there are just those two. I know. Um, so that is interesting. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. This next one, uh, we are going to do the power-hungry advisors. So the people that are like second in command or not at the top, but they want the power. They want to be in charge. I feel like there's probably a lot of these people, right? Um, it seems like a pretty common trope in the Disney lore. Actually, only three. That is surprising. I know. Um, and so the first one, probably on the Mount Rushmore of Disney villains. Okay. We we can we can discuss this, and that is Jafar. Oh, yes. The ultimate advisor, person who is second in command to the Sultan, but wants the kingdom for himself. Or yeah. Uh, what would you say about Jafar? Very recognizable. Um, has his sidekick Yago, who's just like super dumb. Um, that was a bad choice in sidekick, honestly. See, the more that I think about it, though, Iago like actually did some good things. He like actually stole the lamp from Aladdin. He did and brought it to J- Jafar. I don't know if we have talked about that on our henchman episode but uh but yeah i think we just talked about because i'm just being real pain and panic did nothing good for true hades ever iago actually did he did um he doesn't have his own song per se no but i have not seen return of jafar in a while in a long time the fact that he comes back ooh, i know so so like that is part of it that's kind of good i wish i had watched that to fully know this but it just was not worth the time investment no um no. But yeah, so Jafar's whole motivation is power. That yes. is everything. Um, he is not a Disney lover, although he wants to he marry wants to Jasmine. Be. He's true. Um, but his motivation, whereas like Hans is only into the picture because of his relationship with Anna, Jafar is more so because he's the advisor to the Sultan. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine is like the next domino to fall for him to. Yes become the new sultan true he has magic on his side he has his little evil snake um staff that he uses to hypnotize yeah. the sultan which is pretty evil 
Um, but again, eventually his thinking and his logic is what is his downfall because he gets too big for his britches. He always just wants more and more and more. And Aladdin eventually is able to trick him because of this. Yes. I, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, he eventually, yes, gets turned into the genie, gets put into this lamp. Uh, his desire for power and more was his undoing. Mm -hmm. He also has creepy facial hair and oh, yeah. is like the personification of evil facial hair man to me his looks yes his looks i am giving him a five his snake his snake staff mm -hmm. like one of the most useful evil mm -hmm. weapons i've ever seen yes uh i agree with five i think five poison apples is fitting he tries to kill a lot of multiple times yes and then he uh forces uh jasmine to be like his lover and puts her in that princess leia costume which is pretty messed up so he's kind of he's pretty sexist too yeah. so he has a lot of things going for him there murderous sexist the, all the, the fact that it's very hard for me to think of a villain that lasts more than one episode mm -hmm. and he lasts another episode yes uh and, or sorry like another movie yeah uh so i i i think that that is that is pretty great um again his snake staff is pretty genius he hypnotizes a sultan and other people to get what he wants um it's pretty yeah. good yeah all right uh my next person is very very similar to jafar not as effective and uh but she is the female version of jafar okay and that is yzma oh all right so yzma is the advisor to Cusco. uh and one Yzma, I feel for a ton more than Jafar, because Kuzco is a brat, spoiled. He's the worst. A diva. Uh, I mean, the Sultan might be kind of dumb, but he at least seems like a good person and like a nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, Kuzco's like a total brat. Yeah. Um, and then um, by the end, she also gets turned into a creature. She gets turned into a kitty rather yes. than a genie and locked away for forever. Yes. But I think just like that, uh, her likability that like played out, yeah, uh, was was uh, very similar to yes. to Jafar's. I agree. I like. I just she's just she's just quirky and kind of funny and kind of a different villain. I mean, and the fact that she's like an old lady and she like likes to be fabulous and wear these outfits and like be carried around by Kronk, which I think is awesome. Her henchman, her choice of henchman, yes. awesome. Yes. Kronk has like so many skills. Um, harkening back to our quarantine team episode, Kronk, Kronk can do it all. He, he can. He's awesome. Um, yeah, I would say that she's very similar to Hades, where like her personality mm -hmm. makes you connect yep. with her a ton more. Yes. Um, whereas like. Zeus, he's just really cocky, and it's like anyone's like, "Yeah, go Zeus," and no one honestly is like, "Go Cusco." I mean, yeah. like, Cusco by the end, you're like, "Ah, oh, sure, I can kind of vibe with this dude," but I really wouldn't wouldn't want to like ever be his friend. Yeah, I would be Yzma's friend, sure. I know. Um, yeah, she has a lot of interesting qualities, but no, there's this movie doesn't really have any music, so no, um, no big song for her, but lots of great scenes. Uh, lots of great thing. Kronk, wrong lever. She has the whole like evil, la evil layer wise. Oh boy. Her, oh, that's a good point. Her evil layer is awesome. It yes. is sick. And she can do all that stuff with the potions, which is really cool. I mean, eventually, like you mentioned, it's her downfall, but, uh, she can do a lot of cool stuff and she, she rides around in style. I mean, she like, she does. She's, she, she gets stuff done. I'm so. going to say three and a half poison apples. Ooh. Where I, I don't think that like 
her as a villain. She's not up there with, yeah. But because of her personality, it yes. pushes her over like Lady Tremaine's of the world. True. Or like Han. She doesn't murder anybody that we know of. Yeah. Um, she might, she kind of tries to murder Cusco, sort of, but she's not very effective. So, but also, Cusco kind of deserves it. If there's anybody that like deserves murder, yeah. it might be Cusco. Okay. I agree with 3.5. I think that is good. All right. This next one, the last one of the evil advisors, this guy sort of fits. I'm going to say that he does. And that is Ratcliffe from Pocahontas. Yeah. Where he is like, he's not the king. He's just like a soldier in this army. Like an emissary from yes. the king sent to the new world. And he's hungry for power. He wants to, um, in Pocahontas too, I know he's like dressed up fancy and, and like he ends up rising up the social ladder because of what he does uh, by establishing uh, this new world. Uh, But his quest for, or his hunger for power uh, makes him try to commit genocide against this Indian tribe. True. Um, The, the, the Indian chief offers him peace and he rejects it. True. Uh, He tries to shoot the chief and in turn shoots John Smith instead. There's a lot of bad stuff happening here. And yes. it just makes, yeah, white people look really bad. Uh, well, yes. Then there is, like, the real-world aspect of this. Um, the, which, truth, the truth behind the story. Yes. Which is worse than even know. the movie. I know. Um, he has his own song, which is actually a pretty good song. And oh, featured yeah. featured in Fantasia. Um, Fantasmic, excuse me. Yeah. Featured in Fantasmic. It's mine. Gold, mine. gold, mine for, for the, the taking. taking. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's pretty, he's pretty evil, but again, he's kind of like a real life. I mean, it's based like historically, like he's kind of like a real life person. He doesn't have magic. He just kind of wants power, wants gold. And that's just kind of like it. There's not like any more twists and turns to his story. It's pretty straightforward. So for that reason, I'm going to have to give him two, three, gold, three apples. If it wasn't, I, I think his appearance makes him less, ev- less evilly. Okay. Because he, he, he's kind of a potato. He's a potato. I think if he was more ripped, I think if he looked like John Smith. And he... I don't want to be fat shaming like anybody His sidekick is podcast. Percy. Like, yeah. what kind of less manly dog can you yeah. have? Facts. Facts. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to go two. Oh, a two. And he's just not that well known. People aren't like, oh, Ratcliffe, he's so bad. Dang. Dang. I'm going to just keep saying three. What, really? But what's the point of a one, two, or three if, exactly. if I just don't do it? Yep. Um. Oh, fine. I'll. I'm. I'm sticking with three. Wow. I'm sticking with three. Okay. All right. Because I think that like on like the large scale, he tried committing gen- genocide, and that's like a, a quite an evil deed. Okay. Fine. Right. I. I just can't say no to that. All right. So this is the evil dictator. This is the villain that is literally in charge of everything. Um. And they are not the henchmen. They are not the second in in a command. They are the Hitler type figure that just wants to rule people with an iron fist. Or maybe that should, should have been a, a Stalin reference. Oh well, doesn't matter. Um, first one, Hopper from A Bug's Life. This is crazy. Yes, he is in charge of the grasshoppers. He makes the ants do his bidding every year. That's his thing. He is too lazy to gather food for himself, so he makes the ants do it. Um, and it just keeps him under his thumb and makes them all terrified of him. Um, and eventually his plan is sorted by one ant, but I feel like his plan could have seemingly gone on forever because ants are just, he found like the perfect species to just like 
dominate. Carry out, yeah, dominate and carry out. Really, his he's plan. just like a big bully. I'm sure that's what all of these people are. Yes, but of all of them, he is a bully. him especially. Yes, um, famous wise, you know, Bugs Life isn't like that exciting. His his villainy isn't that terrifying. I mean, I don't see him. You don't see him like using evil voodoo magic or like. He, specifically he, he killing definitely anyone. has no magical grasshopper skills or powers um the only reason he's like kind of scary for me is because of the bug's life like experience yeah. at animal kingdom and they like pop out from the ceiling and it's pretty scary but i'm just gonna go three apples on this one uh, okay deal i'm gonna go with two just because i need to uh okay diversify my uh, portfolio here okay uh yeah i think that maybe i'll drop it down to two too all right sure yeah yeah he's, yeah, yeah. he's not that great no no i think that he's great because he's surrounded himself with like the psycho grasshopper that could like kill anybody whatever that dude's name was we don't know um he got defeated by flick who's honestly a bumbling idiot i mean like he's not like an, an intelligent ant not smart uh if he went on if he went on shark tank uh nobody would be his bird would not be back no no not at all uh, so there is that. All right. Next evil dictator. Uh, this might throw, throw some people off, but if we think about it, he truly is Lotso Bear. Oh, for sure. From Toy Story 3. He is the dictator. Um, so they show up to Sunnyvale, Sunnyville, one Sunnyvale. Of the, Sunnyvale. Sunnyside Daycare. I have read this book oh, with Sunnyside. Theo, That's like, what it is. A bunch of times. You're right. Actually. You're right. So I, I know these things. So shows up to a sunny side and Lotso has this uh has this place like on a on like a rhythm. Like he has this place in in check. Uh everybody is in their own rooms, in their own class system. Yes. Or caste system, yes. however we want to uh, say that. Yes. Um so yeah, what do you since you read this book, what are your thoughts on on Lotso? His one thing is his backstory and you get it Ooh, yeah. you get it a lot in the movie. Um of why he became this way. It's because he's hurting inside. But instead of, you know, using that to be compassionate towards other people, um, it fuels his fire and it fuels his anger. And so he, um, I mean, it's not like he's killing the toys or torturing them. Um, he does switch over Buzz to like turn against his friends with the whole um, manufacturer setting and keeping them prisoner. Um but at the end, this is not in your book, but at the end, he has one of the most villainous acts of any villainous act. And in the movie, I was not expecting this. This is one of those Disney plot twists that I was not expecting. And that is like at the very end, they are in the like incinerator the trash, thing, like yeah, the, the like trash, trash thing. So they go, so the toys go to save Lotso. Mm -hmm. And whenever They're they saying, save come with him, a, come with us. Yeah. Well, and like, so you think, oh, okay. They just showed kindness to Lotso. Lotso hasn't been shown kindness, his whole origin, like his whole upbringing. So f he got shown that so now he's going to that's going to change like he'll become like the grinch and his heart will grow three sizes bigger good comparison uh, um but no he doesn't he watches the toys go through the incinerator and was not willing to save them and then they end up being saved plot twist there is a toy story for um but but the fact that he had the opportunity of redemption and still threw it away is very interesting it is interesting. He's just literally a broken bear. He's just broken inside. There's yeah. no, there's no coming back through. What Your he's point been. of the origin story, I was not. I like forgot, 
and that does it doesn't even talk about it in the, the children's book you're I right read, it but... does pull at my heartstrings more just because i was willing to be like lots of honestly like a heartless bear uh, and I'm if he was just him... like a big bully and was like, oh, I don't want to play with the toddlers in the caterpillar room. But the fact that he like forces them to stay there, yeah. like it's like a prison. Yeah. And like is so as a dictator in charge of it does make it go a step further. So, I mean, he's not like killing anyone. He's it's just manipulation. Um, so I'm trying to think what kind of scale I want to get. I'm going to go three poison apples. For I feel him. like three seems right. I feel like he's if, not the most famous. He has a few henchmen, doesn't have a song. You know, Toy Story is not really like a musical. Um, but I, I feel like if he switched roles with a lady Tremaine, he would be the same way with Cinderella mm-hmm. as Lady Tremaine was. Probably. So then he gets three poison apples. Makes sense. Um, are you going to talk about the other villains from the Toy Story movies or no, we don't have time for that. Oh, uh, honorable mentions to Stinky uh, Pete and Sid. Oh, okay. Uh, I was not going to, but we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where they would fit in. I'm trying to like box them right now. But yes, we will just bring them in like right now. So thoughts on Sid. So as a kid watching this movie, I thought Sid was evil. I mean, like I definitely would have thought that he was like a villain. But is he a normal teenage boy who just likes to do weird stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, one, I honestly never blew stuff up as a kid. I was not a kid that liked putting stuff on fire. Um, and so because of that, I still think that there is some evilness to him. But he's also a child, and he probably picked up on that uh, from his You know his how upbringing. serial killers start. The, I did think about that. I did, uh, yeah, that like ev- everyone's like, oh, serial killers like like hurting inanimate objects and then Toys. small animals. Toys and, and he'll, he'll human mo- beings. move on to animals. There so, is this theory that in like Toy Story three or four, I don't believe that. Um, there's a trash, a trash collector, a trash collector dude, and he's wearing a skull shirt, and people think that that was Sid grown up. No, I think he's maybe. I think he's worse off than that. Yeah. Like in prison, like he is. He's doing some bad. He's doing some shady stuff. Yes. Um, we don't have to rate him. He's but still I a child. To, I'm to gonna go him. with a two. Yeah, two. Stinky Pete. Mm, I'm gonna go with a one. He he's not that bad. I mean, he's bad. Just because he wants Woody to stay with him, so he can he he kind of like like Lotso like wants to be loved like wants to be recognized and be put in this museum, and people like put him on that pedestal. Um, but he's I don't know. I I feel like he is. M- it is interesting that he's the villain because he's not. And I guess the like the. To Al, Big Al, the toy store oh, yeah, yeah, owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of like a villain yeah, too. But yeah. um, it is interesting that you think Stinky Pete's like good through most of the movie, yes, and then at the that, very that was at another the very plot end, twist. That was like a plot great twist. job, Toy Story. Um, yeah, I think that Stinky Pete um, was just not smart enough. Uh, I feel like he could have easily been able to have Woody just be shipped to Japan because Woody's just like a simple cowboy. In all honesty, it's not like he's like really thinking that far out out of the the box here. But yeah, one one poison apple is great. All right. So the last person in the evil dictator, uh, I wanted this person to have their their own category, or but I couldn't think of of some someone else to go in this one, and that is the the uh, Queen of Hearts. And the mm. real question with the Queen of Hearts, 
is, is she mad? Like, is she evil or does she suffer from mental illness? Something about this time period, the whole Mad Hatter situation with his fumigations from his supplies that he uses for his hats. <laughs> yes. I think something is also mentally wrong with her and she's just unstable. It gives you a little bit more of that backstory in like the live action versions, but the size of her head is just like confusing. Like something's wrong with her. Yes. Oh, wow. So you're saying that maybe there's like a tumor. Like, yes. Like maybe there's something like that. I think so. See, I just was thinking, yes, like maybe if she like went to a, went to a therapist who could like give, write her a prescription for like chemical balancing Mm -hmm. pharmaceuticals, (laughs) then maybe she just would like be better. Maybe. Uh, Maybe that would help some. She seems pretty bipolar. Yes. Very, very, very bipolar. One minute she's nice to Alice and next she's like, I'm going to kill you. Off with her head. That's literally, yeah. So like the, the level that she's willing to go of her villainy is is pretty wild. Like decapitation is pretty extreme. Mm -hmm. It's not just imprisonment. It's like literally off with their head. Um, so yeah, uh, where would you say the Queen of Hearts lies? She's pretty famous because again, Alice has been a long around for a long time, but I don't think she's like that beloved as much as some of the other the um, villainous ladies. I don't think she can really like compete like with her bag of tricks. I'm gonna give her three. I was also saying three. Three poison apples. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we actually finished the episode and it was over two hours without Marriage Moment or Zero to Hero. So we are going to do this two-part episode. We will release this episode today and then in like two more days, we will post the rest. Um, The next two categories that are on part two are actually two of my favorite categories that we did. So uh, you should definitely listen to part two. And hopefully it all pieces together and we can edit it to where it's not like super discombobulated. But now, marriage moment. Marriage moment. So, Zara, what has been going on in our lives in 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 our marriage? I think the biggest thing. Um, well, we we missed last week to go to your brother's wedding. Yes. So we probably haven't talked about that. Yeah. So we are. Yeah. So we are. Uh, we well. Yeah. At yeah. At the beginning, we've been doing this for almost two hours. So I I, I don't know, even know what's we, happening. We like blacked out. But yeah, we did say yes. So my brother Nathan has gotten married. Uh, that was a beautiful, be- beautiful wedding. It was. And yes, okay, yeah, we mentioned that they got to go to Disney World. Um, you actually picked them up from the airport, so you got to hear a little bit more about their trip report. But overall, it seems like they had a good time. Yeah, no, they definitely did. Um, they ate at the Blue Zoo at the... Never been there. Swan Resort or Swan the Dolphin. Dolphin. One, One of those, those yeah. yeah. Um, Nathan was, like, raving about it. He's like, dude, this is, like, a new... He's, like, new must-do at Disney World type of thing. Everything they got was, like, seafood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's a seafood restaurant, which he said is that just not my He thing. said they have this butter that has all of these herbs, and he's like, Michael, it... it it, he said life-changing butter he said it was honestly like salsa where like for That's salsa good. you want to scoop as much onto your chip as possible sure. he's like if i ate a spoonful of like normal butter i would want to gag he's like but <laughs> if i ate a whole spoonful of this butter it's delicious that and sounds, like it's life-giving that sounds really he said good. it puts the texas roadhouse butter oh, to shame the honey like butter. like not even close oh man uh well the apple butter is it that's I, not apple i think it's apple butter Think so. What I place think has apple like butter? Cinnamon honey butter. Huh? Could be. I think we should go there because we have a, a gift card for there too. Oh, we have to find it. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big thing. We took Theo to this pumpkin patch. That was very fun. Uh, to the Blaze Farm. Blaze Family Farm. Um, yes, it's just a small little random farm 
um, near a town where we, we used to live. I'm uh, not very far away, but lots of some live animals for petting and feeding and a hayride, which he loved, and a pumpkin patch and just general fall fall feelings. Spooky season. Spooky season. So yeah, uh, I it, it is spooky season and we walked around our neighborhood looking at all of the Halloween de- uh, uh, different decorations. We have never decorated like for Halloween um, for for well, for Christmas. I, I I have started to. We do. I we've done okay. like very minimal. Yes, like a wreath and some pumpkins, and that's like kind of the extent of it. Now, what our decorations include. Is everything. So I bought this like cobweb stuff. Not everything because we don't have blowups. Oh, okay. We don't have inflatables yet. Um, But yeah, so no, we got cobwebs all over our, you know, front shrubbery. Uh, I bought some colorful lights, some like orange and like purple lights. So we'll see. I I just put it up this morning. So we'll see what it looks like. Sparkly, spooky bats. But yeah, I got some bats hanging from the front of our porch uh, or opening to our house, whatever that's called. Um, And some and some spiders. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. It definitely it's it definitely makes a difference. Yes. Yes. I will. I people will walk by now and be like, "Oh man, they they decorated for Halloween." They, they, they actually tried. put effort into it, so it's very impressive. Yes, and it's getting me so excited for Christmas because because this is like one of Zara's like she just has to just like I just go grin along with and it. bear it. I just go. Along but with uh, it. I have become a monster You've for Christmas your own decorations. I I honestly have. I used to uh, roll my eyes at my dad for making us the day after Thanksgiving hang up Christmas decorations, and now I am fully him. You're that person. Yes, you I am. You might start before Thanksgiving. I probably will. It, yes. it is too much work to not start before Thanksgiving. It's a lot of work. All right. Well, that was our marriage moment. Now let's do some Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Your time Zero to Hero. Just like that. All right, Zero. Do you have any heroes for this week? I do. I don't know how much of a hero this is, but it is something I've been looking forward to, and that is that The Bachelorette is back on yeah. TV. Um, Caitlin, sorry, not even Caitlin. I don't know why I said she's on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Whew, got yeah. my bachelorettes mixed up there. It's Claire. Um, she's the oldest bachelorette. Um, she is from Juan Pablo's season. Uh, Juan Pablo, the worst bachelor ever. Uh, she. So they've obviously had to postpone it because of COVID. And so they're doing it in one location in California, uh, the La Quinta Resort, which is not like a it's La Quinta. So it's random. confusing. Yeah. But. Because they keep saying La Quinta and it's I It's like, like a town or something. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. But normally they are at the mansion and then they like go on this like tour of the world and have all these like great dates and stuff. They're literally just stuck in this like one hotel. So we'll see how that goes if it gets boring. Um, obviously not from spoilers, but just like the world already knows that there's like going to be twists and turns this season. So Claire's like fine, a little vanilla, not vanilla, but just like, I don't know. I wasn't super excited about her. She's just Claire. Yeah. She's just Claire. We've already seen her. She's already been in love, whatever. But, um, potentially Tasha is coming on later this season. So that is how they like spin this and like what unfolds. Like they're already starting to like tease it and everything. Uh, I'm excited to see that and listen to the podcast Bachelor recap. Yes. One of the most confusing things about Claire's, I guess, storyline, though, is 
so if so if you don't know, uh, Zara, just like uh, Christmas decorating, uh, I got really into the Bachelor. Me and my friend Isaac used to actually do a Bachelor podcast. Yes, which believe it or not was was bigger than this Disney podcast by like a lot. Successful. I mean, like a lot of people listened, and then we just became dads of one and now two kids. Way too hard, and it just was too much. Uh, but Claire. Got engaged to this dude Benoit, this like Canadian guy. When they did Bachelor Winter Games, yes. like a literally year or two years he ago, he proposed to her. They didn't even mention it in her like. They recap. didn't. It was so random. Yes, yes. I thought that was weird, and they obviously did that because they didn't want Claire to be to be portrayed as someone that falls in love. She's very, in love. Very, oh, she's out of love. Very she's easily, not, but right. I think that she is that person. I think she and, is too. Uh, I so that's why like I don't fully buy her as like as the bachelor definitely but uh they've already started filming the i think or they're about to very soon uh the next season of the bachelor as well so we also have that to look forward to usually that airs like january so you know good tv good tv yes, things like, to look forward yes, to we like our lives are on schedule whenever the bachelor and and uh the bachelorette are on usually it's monday nights but now that's reserves for dancing with the stars so now we Correct. have bachelorette on tuesdays and yes, it's nice to be like, oh, what are we going to watch tonight? Oh, we already have something. It's The Bachelor. Yes. Well, yeah. So speaking about, so I feel like the last few episodes, I've just been talking about sports because it, very about. strangely, it, it was like the Rockets were in the playoffs. Then the Texans it season started. Fire. And then the Astros were in the playoffs and we just keep winning. And so the Astros, I am a huge, a huge Astros fan. Uh, yes, we, we did cheat. Yes, we hit trash cans. We're still Whatever, good regardless. Fine. It doesn't matter because we are in the ALCS for like the fourth straight year. Uh, so we lost our first three games uh, of um, basically whoever wins this series goes to the World Series, and uh, which would be our third time in four years if that actually did happen. That would be crazy. Um, so we lost our first three games. There has only been one team in the history of ever uh, to come back down uh, 3-0. And we have now tied it up 3-3, and tonight is whenever Game 7 will happen. I've been wearing my Alex Bregman jersey all day. I went to Home Depot. I got a couple comments, <gasps> but I'm taking it. I'm taking Good it in stride. bad comments. I, I can never tell. Neutral. I can never tell. I, I think people, like, just throw things out. They're like, ah, the Astros, they just won't – I mean, like, they – he didn't say they just won't die, but but Kinda. he's like, That's probably but what like he meant. it was like, oh, the Astros, they just keep kicking, huh? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, yeah, they do, buddy. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, so that is my keep hitting balls. Hero is the Astros. Um, hopefully, we can sign all of our players. That is for a different platform, though. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, Zara, what would you say is your zero for this week? I was just trying to think, and I was like, there's not that many. Like, the weather's changed. It finally feels like fall in Texas. Like, we had a cool front. So, while we were at the, like, farm yesterday, it felt, like, super nice. Um, Halloween's around the corner. We got Thanksgiving. We have, like, things to look forward to, which is nice. But one thing, the season I'm in right now, I'm starting. I'm in my third trimester of pregnancy. Yes. And it's that time where you need help getting off the couch your stomach just feels way too big you don't understand how it can get bigger but it does um i mean i definitely could have like worse pregnancy symptoms like my friend is having to check her blood pressure all the time or i don't i don't have like gestational diabetes or anything really bad like that but i'm starting to enter the more uncomfortable phase of pregnancy and it's just you know it's not fun. T it minus is, like two months. I know. Now it's like whenever I hug you, yeah. it's like I have to You're stretch my arms belly. all the way around. Just hugging a belly. Just to like touch your shoulders. Get it, getting dressed is awful. Oh, I'm sure. 
But hey, you you are a beautiful pregnant mom. You are crushing Thank you. it. You chase a toddler around all day long. Yes. You you are doing awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I would say my zero is uh, I guess I'll just stick with my sports theme. Oh my gosh, more so sports. So the Rockets. All right, the basketball team. Yeah. Uh, we lost our coach, oh, which everyone thought yeah. like thought like we would do but our general manager who's like the person that like makes trades he like does free agent stuff he's like really really good he's literally changed basketball it is because of him basketball shoots so many threes hmm. he is like a he's like a numbers just like nerd and he's like taking all of these like statistics and he's been with the rockets for 13 years that's a lot daryl mori um literally is the cog to the rockets and he left the team because we got a new owner like three years ago uh, he is a, so was it his choice? Uh, yeah, it was his choice. He had still had money left. Like, dude, probably he had like a couple years left. Could have made like ten million dollars plus. Um, walked away from it. Now we don't know if like our owner Tillman Fertitta like paid him some of some of uh, some of that money to leave because we know that he and Daryl so Morey have haven't gotten along. No? no, so we have no coach, no, no general manager. We instead have Tillman Fertitta, who was an idiot. And uh, is just does not seem like a good dude who is in a lot of debt. He's um, not on Shark Tank. We'll he, say that right now. Yeah, no, no. He's well. He thinks he should be because he thinks he's great, but he's not. Uh, so the Rockets. Uh, I'm glad that the Astros have are overcoming the cheating scandal, so I can just put all of my hope in them, uh, and that the Texans fired their coach because he was garbage. So I can put all of my hopes in them because the Rockets will probably be a long time for me to That's put my hopes back in. But oh well. Oh, boy. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please let us know what you think of this podcast. What do you think of our uh, categories? I know our poison apples uh, were just very superfluous. But yeah, it it was fun. And hopefully y'all enjoyed it. And this got you in the spooky season mood. Spooky. All right. Peace. Bye. And Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.